This, this, this is, 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 Disciples. I'm with the mayor man, Francis Ngannou. Welcome to the show, how are you? I'm good, how are you? This is, I'm very well. This is the craziest place I think I've ever been to, the, the UFC uh, Performance Institute here in Las Vegas. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal's training behind me. Have you seen him? He's, do, he's doing a little bit of a roll around. He might be making I, a creep. I saw, he, I saw him down there, then I almost uh, ran away. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was, he's massive, man. He is big. makes me look like, like this. <laughs> Imagine what he makes me look yeah, like. When I want to take a picture with it, I try to do like this, and then my hand was like, you know, my hand was on the middle of his back. So he was like this. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. Do you think he could make a career in mixed martial arts? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think he'd be able to make the threshold. I think that's a bit some people though. Just lie on. Oh, just massive, you know. How do you how do you like Las Vegas? Because obviously you, this is kind of your new home now. Yeah, I mean I've been here for two years. Obviously I've been traveling a lot, but uh, I like Vegas. I mean uh, the city, the life here, and uh, also how. Um, Things is place here, you know, the performance institute, and then we have gym in town, and uh, also a lot of fighters. So mm. we can easy. I mean, it's not, it's never easy, basically, for a heavyweight to find like partners, sparring pa partner, training yeah. partner. But uh, I have, it's more, it's better here than anywhere else that I have been. To. Very different from your upbringing, my friend in Cameroon. Eh? Very different, very worlds apart from from where you were as a small boy. Yes, very, very different. Nothing to do with. So, I mean, I like it, but I I still love where I'm from. No, absolutely. Well, let's talk, I mean, let's talk uh, about that because yes, the, for a lot of people watching this, they they see you fight. They might not know the backstory. So let's talk about obviously growing up. How obviously I know you. Absolutely love it, but it was it's difficult. It was difficult growing up as a young boy in Cameroon. You know, there was a lot of things going on that could have distracted you away from your ambitions of becoming a fighter. Yes, I mean it was very difficult, and I think that uh, also that even what uh, kept me in the right way. You know, because I was uh, seeking for a way to uh, to go out of that situation. You know, it was very difficult, but uh, I couldn't make it year today if it wasn't like that. If my life was a little bit easier, different, I couldn't make it here, you know. Um, that's life that I had was very hard, you know, because by the age of like, uh, when I was six years old, my parents divorced and we started to live in different family. And um, we never feel I never feel uh, as I belong to some family oh. anymore since when my family divorced, um, since when my parents divorced. But, um, you know, it was at that point that uh, sometimes I had to, like, create, a, a, to imagine a perfect world in my mind. I had, I had a visual, a visual world yeah. in my mind that I could escape sometime and go live with my perfect family, you know, mom and dad go to school with brother and sister together. But that wasn't the real one. The real one was the fact that I was uh, a, uh, in some family house who wasn't like re my really family. Mm -hmm. And I was very affect, affected by that. And uh, yes, 
And since then, I started to think about uh, my own thing. I mean, he right away I started to to think by myself, and then I I became uh, macho very earlier, just the way that I think. Like uh, I wanted a way out of that situation. And, uh, that's, that's, that was very difficult to do. Who was your inspiration? Because you must have, there must have been someone that you were looking up to at that point in order to give you the hope that that could happen. Okay, I mean, um, at that time, I can't say I, ha I didn't have an inspiration. I didn't have something like that. You know, today when you ask some kid, if you ask some kid, uh, what is your, who is your inspiration? Mm. He's probably going to tell you somebody that he has seen on TV. But uh, we didn't watch TV, we didn't have TV, nothing like that. We was kind of like uh, disconnect from the world, something, you know. So it was very, very complicated to have like a model, somebody yeah. to look up to. Uh, but somehow I think I was um, grateful to have certain uh, um, uh, wisdom to know how, how I don't know. I have a angel guidance who was yeah, just yeah. like kept me away of things, helped me think very clear because I can I still remember how what was my thought at that time, and I even though I was a kid and uh, in that time of kind of situation, I always think about uh, something who's gonna keep me straight. You know, I always believe in something. That was um, that was the hardest part, hardest mm -hmm. part of uh, of everything, because uh, you know uh, in this uh, case scenario, a lot of people get, they they give up. You know, uh, it's easy and to do that though, because there's temptation of gangs and various things like that, taking people off on different paths. Yes, I mean this happened when I was like a teenager, yeah, yeah. when I was by the age of eighteen. Uh, to 20, I have a lot of temptation of uh, gain, but uh, you know, I grew up from maybe when my parents divorced from my uh, six years old to that age, I was already set to something. I had something in my mind, and yeah, yeah. I had some uh, some way that I have to be behave, uh, some reputation that I have to save because when my parents divorced, that's when I realized my dad didn't have a good reputation and I heard how, how I heard how they talk about my dad and um, I didn't like it and right away I mean I was six years old I didn't know what I wanted to become in life but right away I I knew what exactly I don't want to become I don't want to become like my dad I was six years old so since then everything that I think about everything that uh, I was putting myself into it was first of all something who's gonna save my reputation mm -hmm. who's not gonna make me look bad because I, I don't want that it made me look I get shame of it you know so do you still feel that now no because Have you uh, let it go uh, yes it's gone yeah. you know uh, it's gone but because today is a part of me, you know, mm -hmm. like behave myself, like do a right thing. And uh, yes, today I know that I'm doing a right thing. I behave, I carry myself well, you know. So I don't have that concern anymore. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, you don't know, you know, you don't know how 
uh, what really happened in life, uh, but you just scared to be there, mm. to ha uh, have that kind of reputation. Mm. But, um, Talk to me about moving countries from Cameroon to France as a young boy as well. That, that's, that's a big upheaval in, in a young boy's life. You've just been talking about parent divorce, but moving a country as well is, is a difficult thing to deal with. Yes, it was very difficult to move country, uh, a country, basically uh, why I didn't know where I'm going. I didn't know how to get there, you know. Uh, how did it come about? I was, 20, I was 26 years old. I had uh, my dream became, uh, became uh, bigger than ever. And then I felt like I felt like it's time to do something. You cannot do something right now. You can't just live uh, your whole life with a dream without attempting something. You know, uh, I was, what, 26 years old at that time. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, you know, I'm done surviving. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to chase my dream. I mean, am I fair? But I have to try have to at go. least, you know, mm. I have to try. Then um, once I, I lock my door take my backpack, go to the train station, train, car, whatever. Then Nigeria, from Nigeria to Niger. From Niger, we crossed the desert to Algeria, from Algeria. So you, so you did not know where you were going? You just went, I'm just going? I mean, did you know I, you wanted to end up in France or not? No, I know I want to attend like in Europe. Okay. Because uh, I just wanted somewhere that I would have opportunity yes. for boxing. It was clear. For me, it was said that I'm going to become a world-class boxer. I mean, that was said yeah, yeah. more than 10 years ago, you know. But I wanted a right opportunity because I realized that in Cameroon, I cannot have that opportunity. Uh -huh. That thing that I'm looking for, I can't have it there. But I, can't, I cannot just sit there and then wait for something to happen. No, I have to do something. Then that's how... You just locked the door and went. Yes, that's and crazy. I went. And uh, then it was but a 14 you, month... When you look at that there. now, do you think that's, that was actually crazy what I did? <laughs> yeah, because when I look at it now, I still don't, you know, uh, it took me, I took 14 months from yeah. Cameroon to France. Yeah. Then uh, I've been through, through a lot. I've been through hell. So, like, right, even now, when I think about some part of it, um, I'm still asking, uh, asking myself, what's, what was happening in my head yeah. i can't understand why i took all those risks you know uh how i i survived all those things i mean sometimes it's still unbelievable for me and you, li and you lived I, it i lived it <laughs> you know so yeah it was it was a dumb thing it was well, crazy it's, it's but, not, but you you're know, here you're here now yes you know but they say uh the fat uh, can in French we say faith can move the mountain. Yeah, yeah. I mean that doesn't mean you can move a mountain no, away, no. but you can. You need to believe. Climb a mountain yeah, without yeah. realize there is a mountain. When you faithfully believe, is you're gonna make it. Mm. You know, but if you don't believe, you're gonna say, oh, it's too high. I can't. And then sit there and all those things. But when you believe you don't even realize until you make it, then you turn uh, around and be like, 
wow, mm. that was a hell of a mountain. <laughs> so while you were in France, you decided mixed martial arts away from boxing. How, how? I didn't decide like that. Was it just you, know, tr you tried it and you thought, this is for me? When I went in France, uh, so I was a homeless. I didn't have nobody there. I didn't know nobody. I mean, I was You, you were proper homeless as well. You were living in the streets and everything, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was on my way maybe from Germany because I heard that German, uh, boxing in Germany yeah, yeah. works pretty well than in France. Then I'm like, okay, let's go to Germany since I cannot go to England because to go to England, you have to do another, uh, like cross, you know, they have the border. Germ uh, yeah, yeah. England is not like European Union who has a free circulation. So I'm like, okay, let's go to Germany. I'm, I'm tired to like uh, do immigrate, uh, <laughs> like have to go to G uh, England anymore. So then I stopped in France for some reason, or somehow. Then uh, I found the, I found a gym for the box for boxing. Then I just told them the truth. I'm like, listen, man, I don't have no money. I don't have home, nothing. But I just want somewhere to keep training because uh, I have trained, been training boxing for one years, and I want to become a world champion. And you know, it was kind of like where. Really, <laughs> but they still gave me some credit, you know. I was a big guy, yeah. I'm like athletic, they you were can like, punch. okay, you can punch, you can punch, so <laughs> let's see what you got, yeah. And then they gave me my chance. And uh, after a few, after a few weeks, few weeks, this guy uh, named DJ, DJ Carmon, who was the guy who I met first, he told me, like, look, listen, man, you look uh, really good. Uh, you have a very good boxing, uh, but uh, I'm going to tell you something. I think the, the thing that you can do now, the most important thing who can uh, help you to get out of this situation could be MMA. Then I'm like, what's MMA? It's like mixed martial art. I'm like, okay, I heard that MMA is mixed martial art, but what's that? <laughs> Then he said, yes, you know, it's this combat sport they do inside the octagon. They are wrestling, jujitsu, and boxing. I'm like, what's jujitsu? So he has to explain to me the so, whole thing. So you started from the start? No, I didn't start because I, I wasn't interested. When he said that, I'm like, okay, I get it. I, have, I, I think I saw it maybe twice or three times on TV, uh, but I didn't even watch until the end. Yeah. I get it. I know what, what yeah. is it, but I'm not interested. I want a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. a noble sport, a noble combat, like uh, boxing. Boxing, mm -hmm. you know. Then, but he he kept telling me that you know until when the gym was about to close for the holiday for vacation, they were about to close for one month. Then that's when I found another gym for this one month period, uh, was a MMA factory. Then uh, I stayed there. Yes, when the gym opened back, uh, they haven't uh, wanted me to come back, but I don't know, I was there, I'm like, oh, I'm there, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I started to do MMA there, and um, yeah. the rest, The rest is history, man. Yes, uh, things just came along, you know. I didn't, even though I, I, uh, I was doing MMA, I tried and it was fun, but for me it was just fun. I didn't 
attempt to do MMA career. No. You know, until two years after, then they told me, uh, listen, man, we just get your UFC contract here. Then now I'm like, okay, if he's uh, meant to be, he's going to be, let's do it. Yeah. And when you arrived at the UFC, it just went crazy because everybody loves to see knockouts, and that's what you do. Yes, but... Uh, and you do them in a spectacular way. Yes, but at the time, like, uh, when I think about my first fight, I was very stressful. Yeah, yeah. I'd never been in something like that. That was obviously my uh, third fight in the octagon, and I've been doing MMA since, like, what, two years? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how did this really happen? How do they... I feel like, I feel like I don't even remember what to do if he's trying to take me down, like how they defend. So Just hit him. Yeah, so <laughs> it wasn't on my nat nature yeah, yeah. yet, yeah, yeah. you know. It was still like, you know when you read something in the book, uh -huh. it was still like a book that I have to pra practice. Yeah. Then it was a different feeling. Then I was like, okay, and the very first time I'm going to be on... Uh, TV yeah. and all this thing, all this, those media around. I was very stressed. Then I end up with a knockout. Then it was a good one. I'm like, what? It, it might, it might happen. You made a, you made a big <laughs> splash. You did. You made a big splash. A lot of people <laughs> fell for you, man, big time. Mm -hmm. The, um, I just want to fast forward because we've obviously got the fight coming up with JDS, which we'll get to in a moment too. I just want to quickly reflect on your first world title shot, which didn't go your way. How mm -hmm. do you look back at that fight now? You know, um, to be honest, for that title fight, I think as a fighter, um, I wasn't ready, you know, uh, because uh, there were a lot of facts. I mean, I cannot say I wasn't ready, but um, there was a lot of uh, aspect in this sport that I, I didn't. Uh, know about it yet, I didn't discover it yet, and I didn't understand it yet. Uh, because that was what, like four years after? Mm -hmm. Four years and a half? Barely four years and a half. So, um, uh, my rise was very was quick. quick. Very quick. Then I kind of like uh, skipped a lot of things. And also, I never been an athlete in my life, so I didn't know how to really carry, uh, prepare myself basically for this uh, caliber of event, you know. So then uh, there was a lot of uh, things who wasn't right, who wasn't on, on point, I mean. But you learned a lot, you learned a lot in that moment. I, I said it the right, uh, at the post-fight interview, I said it like, uh, okay, I learned today that I haven't. I, I learned uh, today than uh, in my four years in this sport. Yeah. Because I understand a lot of things. You know how to how how things work. Mm -hmm. You know. But how no. how far do you think you're off getting another shot? Do you think a win against JDS puts you right? I in think the, the win the against JDS. Uh, then he became uh, obvious. There are no way that. Uh, uh, I mean, there are no right explanation. We're gonna make me don't have title shot if I beat DGS. Uh, I'm a number two contender. Um, Stipe gonna fight uh, DC back, and uh, I think the winner of uh, 
DG, me and GGS, DGS gonna take you the step, the winner of that. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck, man. Thanks for speaking You're to welcome. us. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.